0: We're here. We're, we're back. Another game recap, 36-14. You just, you just take a moment. Can I get these sponsor reads out of the way? Gather yourself. Why don't you look, hold your game ball? Okay? That'll, that'll, don't cry. No, we're not. Yeah, just pet your game ball. There you go. There you go. That's good. So it looks good for the people on YouTube here. All right, our presenting sponsor uh, for these game recap pods, Audix Automotive, located 150th and Dodge. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that location. Best of Omaha, number one luxury dealer, offering industry-leading brands, BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover, and more. Go to onyxautomotive.com. They got all the vehicles there. More information. Drive Onyx, the new standard. And we got to give a shout out to Pella Windows and Doors. Check out their showrooms in Lincoln and Omaha. The people there are fantastic. Product's amazing. Go to PellaOmaha.com. And got to tell you about, let's see, you're going to have to like zoom in. Can you see it? Shoot 360. Oh, yeah. Shoot 360. The world's most advanced basketball training facility. Shoot 360 Lincoln coming in October. It's five weeks from today's grand opening. Five weeks, Bo. Wow. Five weeks. You're just Can I talk about it for a second, just real quick, okay? Yep. My favorite thing about Shoot360 is the splash meter. You line up your arc, depth, and alignment inside the revolutionary splash zone, the optimal target for all three metrics. You line them up, you're going to make over 90% of your shots. So basically, Shoot360... There are millions of, of shot data. NASA and Carnegie Mellon have calculated the perfect shot. It's based on three key elements, arc, depth, and alignment. Arc, how high you shoot it. Depth, how strong you shoot it. And then alignment, obviously, how straight you shoot it. The perfect shot, 45 degrees 45, yeah. Okay, on the arc. Depth eleven inches from the front of the rim. That'll be a that's a that's a swish and a half player. <laughs> and then alignment is zero, which is obviously right down the middle. That's the perfect shot. When you say eleven inches back? Yes. You mean from the front of the rim back eleven inches? That's the perfect. That's the optimal entry angle. All this ah, is based on the entry gotcha. angle into uh, into into the the rim, and so you're getting real time every shot you take you get real feedback on all th- three so your arc your depth and your alignment and you line them up inside the splash zone you are going to make over 90 percent of your shots oh, yeah. it's just it's okay. amazing it, it is absolutely amazing train like a pro become a member at shoot 360 lincoln i got a polo on people go to shoot 360.com backslash lincoln
1: so that 11 inches it's hitting basically yeah, as it's going down it's hitting the back yeah it's yeah. just yeah
0: it's it's because it's, it's an
1: inch short because i'm yeah. thinking that's about
0: 12 right. inches
1: right so and it's- but, yeah, yeah, and they okay. they
0: studied Dame Dame Lillard, they brought in a bunch of different like Steph's arc is a little higher than the optimal one. Yeah, but it's amazing It's consistency. Dame Lillard was a little he shoots a little bit more of a flatter shot, so his yeah. was a little lower. But overall, I mean I love that, that I love that NASA and Carnegie Mellon got together and they're like what else do we have to do today, guys? <laughs> we can either put a we can either study more about the moon or has anyone thought about basketball and the perfect jump shot? I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it. Hey, I mean those matchup basketball still, fans that's, too. You I know, like it, that's right? it. That, that is it. Okay. Um, here we are. 36-14. That was the final, right? That's that, 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 36-14. 36-14. Uh congratulations to Thomas Fedoni. He's heading to Canton after his touchdown catch.
1: I knew catch. you it, were gonna be excited about that. Uh, he made two catches, actually. So he did.
0: hey, and that one was like
1: I knew that a Nick snake, Bob. Boy. he
0: he's like boy.
1: you were gonna sell property yeah. in Council Bluffs, and instead you decided You called your realtor and you said, bye,
0: bye, bye. bye, bye. I want him in there. You guys can all act like the game didn't matter at the end. It mattered for a guy's chance to get to Canton, Ohio. And his name's Thomas Fedoni, okay? So, shouts out to him. Okay, so 36 to 14. There's a lot of different ways to unpack this game. But I think we got to start, Bo. With talking through Jeff Sims, because he's the headlining conversation, and really, he's the guy that tells the tale of the game in a lot of ways. I mean, I
1: don't know. Like, he's the guy that's going to tell the tale of the season. Like, what do we do with Jeff Sims? Exactly.
0: Like, there's a big – last week, it felt a little premature to be like, Casey Thompson, Jeff Sims, I don't know. Like, now that feels like a very real conversation, and – A, obviously, Casey Thompson's at Florida Atlantic, so you now have to deal with what you have. And so, yeah, so we'll get into all that. But when you you look at Sims, just sloppiness, turnovers, ball handling, things were sloppy in the spring game. Like, here's Sims so far as like, just because just because a guy enters the portal doesn't mean that like when he enters the portal it's like it's like a jet splash car wash they like that's like the portal and you come out like yeah. all of your weaknesses and stuff like when you're through when you're out of the portal then you're like a great all your weaknesses have been addressed like he was turnover prone at, at Georgia Tech the spring game things were a little sloppy and through two games he's been sloppy in this game four fumbles for this offense and we'll kind of you can Divide up the blame on a couple of them, but there were four fumbles, three lost. They were all kind of exchange issues. There was one terrible interception, and then there also was a big mistake by him at the end of the half as well. Yeah, yes, that, so was. let's let's walk through them, okay? Yeah. Let's walk through them here. The first fumble happened on the first drive of the game. Nebraska gets the ball. Folsom, that bro. The the environment where you as like just real quick before it like you you get Ralphie to run onto the onto the yeah. field that place was rocking like i it's you had to be feeling could, it
1: it's everything you can ask for it was everything you could ask for as a nebraska fan for for the opportunity ahead of that team yes you couldn't ask for more right and they got off to a good start. They,
0: they're they, they were driving down, driving down the field. Sims made a couple of throws. Yeah, boa constrictor, I think, caught one early yeah. in the game. Caught a yeah. caught a victim, squeezed him out. He, he wasn't you know? going to fumble because he was squeezing he was just it squeezing inside. him out. Did his patented roll. It was just it was good. Um, but the first drive, they're they get the ball all the way down to the Colorado thirty-one yard line. It's third down, and it is a dropped shotgun snap. Fumble. Colorado recovers, going the other way. I, I don't know what. And Nick, we Nick, can sit here and try to analyze. It. It's like Nick, it this was is good just snap. Terrible. This is just like these
1: are plays that are so bad. It's almost hard to talk about them. Yeah. Right. This is like not only can you not catch the snap, which was a fine snap, you can't recover it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, then you just, okay, you, you cost us the drive. We're going to kick a field goal, get points or, you know, whatever. Right. It, you, you lose it then, you know, like these are the kind of things that like, it's not just bad. It's like a double bad. It's a double negative. Or It's like, wow. Like, so I, I'm kind of just blown away. Not only at like, Hey, there were mistakes. It was like how bad those mistakes seem to be the, there. Some mistakes are
0: like, they're, they're so elementary. Yeah. That that they're almost you would think a super elementary mistake would be the easiest to correct but it's almost sometimes the most perplexing. What's the most telling to me
1: is is like this is just like fundamentals and like I just don't know what I don't know how you can trust him right now as his teammate. Right. You, right now he's Which is a big firing, thing. no confidence. You know there's no confidence in him right now. Right? And I don't want to write a person off after a couple of games. Cause like you just, it's just, that's not the right thing to do. But like, do you have any, I, I just have, I have almost no confidence in him. And I feel like his team right now, the confidence meter on offense is
0: at a almost zero. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, it, I don't know how it couldn't be. Yeah. I, I don't know how it, how it couldn't be. And you know, so it's just, it's frustrating. You're kind of like, okay, this things are going well. You're driving down the field. Fumble snap. Second fumble happens in the second quarter, still 0-0, third and five ball at the Colorado 25 and the shotgun snap hits the tight end coming in motion. Mm-hmm. Luckily Nebraska recovers, but it, then Tristan Alvano misses a field goal, hits the upright stays zero, zero.
1: And it was zero, zero still at that time. Still zero, zero. Yeah.
0: So that's, what's amazing is for, and we'll, and, and you'll see this as we unpack this yet yeah, ended 36 to 14, but that game was a lot closer than 36 to 14 would, would indicate. But to me, and I like the, sometimes I roll my eyes at this when it's in basketball. So I hate that I'm doing it with football. Like when people are analyzing something, uh, like a, a college basketball game or an NBA game and they reference like their high school basketball, and I'm like a little bit different level, you yeah. know, but I'm gonna do that with my high school football because all I can do is relate quarterbacking. Sometimes all you can do is relate it back to yourself. Yeah. One of one of the number one things that I wanted to be judged on as a quarterback was a winning. Did I win? okay yeah the other thing was like when I'm when I'm in charge is shit clean yeah is shit clean. the plays are in We're everything's crisp yeah people are in motion through at the right timing of things like as much as anything right now everything Sims is every when he's running the offense, everything's sloppy like that tight end that's on him.
1: Nick, what's funny is I I think we talked about this a little bit, but I had heard like the week before that first game, that we talked about you know he's not his completion percentage and camp yep. had not been what they wanted but i had also just heard he didn't seem to have command of the offense and i think what you're saying is command right yes. like and i i know what you're talking about because i watched you do it my whole life like you actually were kind of obsessive about play calls like you had to be the guy that knew how to signal everything you used to walk around the house doing the signals. yes and you were very like you're very direct and very clear about it, like there was never any confusion with you. You were very good at that. If, if anything like that was like one of your things you excelled at. Right. Like, I am going to be the cleanest guy when it came to commanding this offense. And that is a, an area Jeff Sims right now, I think it's showing like he does not have command because he's he's tr- he has trouble doing the easy things because he's not comfortable, right? I mean, yeah, he he's a good athlete, he can catch the he can catch a ball and take a drop and throw it, but when you don't have command, you're not comfortable, right? You you're taking your eye off, off the ball. You you're do, a,
0: yeah, you don't know. You don't feel good. And that is what's clear. Yes. I mean, I, I just think that motion that's on him. That's on the quarterback timing up the motion, getting the snap. That's all on him.
1: Yeah. You can blame the center of the coaches for calling it, which I, I at some point, I'm going to blame the coaches for keep for for keeping to call those type of right. Things. Right. But Jeff Sims is the one that's like you motion. Now he's you... in charge of the cadence and, and the timing the, and of the, snap. the timing. Yes. So in the end, I think it's. You know the coaches have to put the guardrails on, like what plays can he run. But in the end, Jeff Sims has to orchestrate that that team, that offense. That he's got to command it, right? The he's the or he's the conductor. Yes, that's got to be him.
0: Yeah. And so now it's still zero zero. There are two mistakes, fumbles that cost Nebraska at least three points, maybe six points, maybe fourteen points. Who knows what ends up happening after that? The third fumble. Uh comes with five thirty two left in the second quarter, first and ten shotgun another dropped snap. Colorado recovers. It's a short field, and with good field position, at least Nebraska's defense stands tall, but they kick a field goal, so now it's three nothing
1: but and once again, he fumbles and loses it like he fumbles. Un, like without defensive force on him and then can't
0: get on the I ball. I feel like that one was the egregious one. Like I thought his effort to recover this one was pretty weak.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, it's like you should jump on that thing like your life depends on it. Right. And he, Where was, he was just like, oh, it got away from me. Like, and, and I mean,
0: again, like, what are we talking? It's just, it's catching a shotgun snap. Like this just, is, this is the most, he's almost like bizarro Cam Jurgens. It's like if Cam Jurgens before, like yeah. his snapping issues were like if if you put if you put Cam Jurgens in 2020 with Jeff Sims, now the the Nebraska couldn't run a play. We like, would
1: never have a snap, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the 60th snap fumble exchange in a row, folks.
0: Second down and 28 now, and this one is oh, a perfect snap. The, he up, dropped yeah, that fumble coming up third and 33 now. Next overhead, oh, oh. That's a moon ball. Cam Jurgens and Jeff Sims, everybody. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, these are just shotgun snaps. They're perfect. Even Clout was saying, like, it's a good snap. It's right at his, in his yeah. hands. Nick, He's just dropping it.
1: Nick, this is Big Ten football. This is like this is this is the big show. Like, yes. this is the best of the best are supposed to be here in college. Like, what are we even? Ta- We're talking about snaps. We're talking about handoffs. That this, this is Nick, stuff you could do that in fourth grade. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this is stuff that I don't
0: remember in- you dropping snaps in fourth grade. No, I mean this this is bad. In a, in a midget football game, like in an eighth-grade football game. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think when you get to middle school, high school, we expect less fumbles than that per game yes. on handoffs
0: and exchanges. That's what's amazing. A lot of these, there has not been a single, like, hit contact cost fumble. No. Have you ever seen, I don't know if I've ever seen a game that saw four fumbles and none of them were caused by the opponent. I don't, have you ever seen that? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it's, I don't think at any level of football, I have seen that four fumbles, none of which were caused by the defense. It was, that was what felt a little embarrassing
1: to me about the loss. Like, I don't like to say words like that because I I think a lot of it is like, if you play hard, I respect you for going out there and play hard. And I'm not man in the arena. Nobody embarrassed me, but I, I have to say this, like, that's just like, that's the very, very basic of basics. That's like, that's where I'm like, oh God, like
0: what? What are we? What's going on? It's it's brutal. So then, so now, but Colorado kicks field goal. They're up three nothing. Okay, Nebraska trots back out there. Nebraska felt like, and this is why I was huge. I survived my my uh, my seven year old daughter's soccer game. We won four nothing. Shouts out to my squad. We out there. Good I job. was doing my prime. You could ask Chris about this. Oh, wow. I made him I made him do two claps, and they would clap, and I'd go, "We coming." We coming. <laughs>
1: You, you you see don't. the effect he has already had on the country now. Everybody is now Coach
0: Prime. Everybody, Adam Noah, Tim, Chris. We have like a ridiculous amount of assistant coaches. Chris loved it. I gave him the week coming, and none of the girls obviously knew what I was talking about. But the but the assistant coaches loved it. loved it. But so I survived, and the reason I'm bringing this up, I survived. I, I made it through the game. Didn't get totally any spoilers, no. all that stuff. So I'm watching the game. So, the, but the reason I bring that up is Colorado leads three 0 There's about Three minutes left here. I felt at the time, like, there, there are moments where you go, you're you need it. to get to half. I know. I was thinking it, too. It felt like Nebraska was was on the ropes a little bit. Like, if this is a UFC fight, you, you got rocked. You're on the cage. You need to, like, shoot for a single leg takedown and, like, survive to get to the next round. Yeah. And so I was thinking that. But, again, another sloppy moment. Third and seven, Jeff Sims gets a delay of game. Mm-hmm the the they're lined up the play's called he just doesn't get it off in time yeah
1: he doesn't have urgency
0: it's just like get it off dude it's a delay a game then the very next play and this is where i really was like i think i said it out loud to myself i said be real careful here it's third and 12 243 left sims is rattled and nebraska's rattled i'd bet i bet the stadium was rolling and jeff sims rolls out and throws just a terrible pass to thomas fedoni i get it you're trying to throw it to a hall of famer but (laughs) you're trying to throw it to a to a guy that's headed to canton but you he throws a terrible pick then guess what happens on the next play Shot here it comes. This is what happens. You you if, have taught me that. Like if, if there
1: is a turnover across the fifty or right around the fifty anywhere, it, it here comes the shot. Mm-hmm. And they had the beater drawn up. It was done. Like they knew what we were going to run. They ran the the long drag, which is a quarters beater. But yep. you need a lot of time yep. to run. That, that was the and best the protection they, they had. They picked the play and the defense. I mean, it was just it was a perfect play. Perfect play. And he had forever, and then he looked them off through it. I mean, it's it's a it was a great job on their part. Right. But I mean you can't put your defense in that situation. No, And that's where I, you know, one, like Jeff Sims, like you gotta be better, but that's when I almost tell the coaches like, God, like don't let him, don't let him do it. Save him from himself. If they can't see it at this point, which I'm sure they now see it. Like you just can't. And that's, what's so hard is like, he inspires so little confidence. You go, we got two minutes to go and we can't throw the ball. Like,
0: I know that. I guess you're, that's you're it's down, pretty amazing. That's where I'm at with it.
1: Three. You're down th-
0: three. Like, nothing. And I'm like, just, get to half.
1: You just don't trust him. That's the trust thing. We're like, it's hard to play football
0: if you don't trust your quarterback. Right. Because with with a bunch of timeouts, with if this drive started with about five minutes left, for four or five minutes left, you would think, yeah, go be aggressive. But I was like, oh boy, get to half here. But bad throw. Colorado then <laughs> touchdown. So now Colorado in a blink of an eye. It goes from 0 0 to 10 0 in all of like two or three minutes of, of game time. Yep. So then here comes Nebraska back out. And there's another big mistake here that leads to points. Third and 17. Third and 17. Mm-hmm. One minute and eight seconds left. Colorado has one timeout left. Yep. Jeff Sims scrambles. He only gets about eight yards. So he's he's well short of the first down. So it wasn't like he, he was trying to get the first down and that's how he got hit out of bounds. He's well short of the first down and he just runs out of bounds. Saving Colorado's one timeout, which ended up being crucial because they call a timeout with one second left to go in the second quarter to kick a little chip shot field goal to go up 13 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's just amazing how... 0-0 zero, zero, with about five minutes left to all of a sudden, mistake, 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 13 nothing, and you are big time on the ropes.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, th- this is where I want to be careful because, you know, a lot of times in this pod, we talk about momentum and how we felt. And if you told me it's six, seven minutes into that second quarter, like to go, mm-hmm. I would have said we are in control of this game and we've been winning this game. I agree. That's how it felt like we were almost the better team in this game. I agree. And then in a blink of an eye, we showed how far off we were from actually being that. But but what's weird is for a quarter and a half, Nick, I felt like we were. Colorado yeah. was their their offense was dead. They they were just like they had no mojo. They were doing nothing. Our defense was dominating them, and it's amazing what hap- can happen when like one side of the ball. Can totally betray the other almost, mm-hmm. and and leave them vulnerable, and then the whole thing sort of collapses, right? So like,
0: I no, mean, but I'm with you. As crazy as that sounds, for a game that ended 36 to 14 with five minutes left in the second quarter, I thought Nebraska was the better team.
1: It's bizarre. It's bizarre because you got to play four quarters, right? And they, they are they are the better team. Yes, and that's because you can't say this is a game we should have won because there's no circumstance because we couldn't catch snaps. We couldn't hand, you know, like there's no, if this, that, because we couldn't just do like, we couldn't go out and throw passes. Nick. We, we literally couldn't do it. We were scared to do it. So therefore you don't deserve to win. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that, but at the same time, like, I mean, we got to talk, there was a quarter and a half where you didn't feel like that. Well, and even necessarily
0: okay. was well, so, and then re- the last, the last fumble, what did you think The the weird, ex- it was Nebraska was down 23 to seven. Cause we'll get to some other stuff. Cause I have some other big plays that, that happened, but the fourth, I'm, since we're talking about Sims, the fourth fumble, Nebraska was down 23 to seven. There was a first play of the fourth quarter. Y- you ran the counter. It was a weird exchange. Clat thought it was Jeff Sims fault. Um,
1: Irvin was to blame on part of that, though.
0: I, mean, I I wonder, did you notice that there was penetration? Yes. And I thought, do you think Irvin maybe stopped? Because, like, I always thought as a running back, like you got to run through the handoff too. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like,
1: and you, you should you should sort of have your eyes yes. up in the court. I always thought arms up let you put it in the like you put it in yes.
0: You know, and, I'll st- I'll shove it in there. You oh, yeah. I, like my thought as a quarterback when I was handing it to you was like you don't you.
1: Yeah, look, er, Irvin was doing some of this where he was trying to kind of, he was yes. trying to like instead of like putting it in. So I, I will blame Irvin as, as much as Sims, but like once again, like it's a Sims' like, job to give him that damn ball, right, and, and make sure he gets it, right. But either and way,
0: the pen, there, there was some things. There was to some it, penetration,
1: but that's life. Hold on to the ball,
0: right. So either way, however you want to divide up the blame. Again, you're you're in charge. Like you're you're the QB. Like if I, I would have myself, you know, in in yeah. that spot. But I, I blame them so,
1: both. But yeah.
0: Okay. So so now so those were the mistakes. But here there's some other big plays. Um. But I, I'm curious what you thought at halftime. What did you think? Did you think pull him? Did you think stick with him? Rule said after the game they didn't consider it. I guess I have I have my thought, but I'm curious where where you were at with it. So,
1: you know. Here's the thing. If it was even close, if somebody was even close to him, like, oh, this guy's been pushing him in camp and it's close. You go with the other guy. I I just don't know that we have a backup quarterback that has been that sort of presence yet. And if you don't have that kind of presence, I think you, you, you did have to give Sims his chance I mean, as much as that's hard to I, say, I I just don't know that we had a a for sure better option. And you know, he scored the he scored the, the fifty seven yard. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a part of me that thinks that that's still the right choice. Now going forward, and if things ever happen like that again, I don't think you'll see them sticking with Jeff
0: Sims. I wouldn't think so. I think first of all, I think your answer is is along the same school of thought of of mine. Like it's so hard for me to. To, did I think Jeff Sims was doing a good job? No, obviously. But it's so hard for me to answer that question because I don't see what Harburg and Chubba look like on a daily basis. But I will say this. The fact that they didn't go with either of them and stuck with Sims is very telling. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I have actually two different
1: personal experience with, with this sort of situation. One was... They made the change and they shouldn't have. And one was they didn't make the change and they should have. Mm. So the first one was Joe Daly's our quarterback in 2004. It, it was a bit of a struggle that first year in Callahan's offense. Um, good guy, but just you yeah, know, Joe was a nice guy. Nice guy. Had a lot of command, was, did yeah. all the right things. Just wasn't
0: great. He, he wasn't recruited to run that offense no. in his defense.
1: And we're down, th- I think we're down 30 to 10 starting the fourth quarter against Texas Tech. And they pull him for Bo Davis, who I don't know if he had six practice reps. At this point. <laughs> and we had like six turnovers and seven plays. Yes, I remember And that. they scored 40 points or something in that last court. It was unbelievable. Yes. And that was hanging us out to dry as a coach. Mm-hmm. Just to say I'd made a change, you know, where you go. You'd, be, you'd been better off with Joe Daly in there for sure, right? Because mm-hmm. Bo had... Bo Davis he, he I mean, had, he had no, he had have no live snaps. He had, had, he'd not played at all. He was not ready to play. Um, it was thrown him to the wolves. Wasn't fair to him. Yeah. Right. So that's one scenario. The next scenario is Sam Keller, Joe Gans probably outplayed him all spring. You know, he was most, of the team was like, Oh God, you know, Sam's got, he did well at Arizona state. So we, but it was a, it was not clear mm-hmm. and they chose Keller. And we always kind of knew Gans was ready. And it, it took a few games into the season before they finally made the change. And I, th- I don't know if Keller may have got hurt. I can't remember. I thought he got hurt. I thought he they were kind of hurt. forced to make They the did. Yeah. I think they finally did. But they never, and even right. the games we didn't, weren't clicking or nothing was going. Right. They never just put Gans in, who you found out like he had the thing. He had the yes. moxie. He had the, he had the thing with the offense where he just had a good feel for it. For sure. And he just had the it factor that was the difference of making plays and executing and scrambling for first downs and winning. He was a winner. And that was an instance where we didn't go. So I've seen it both ways and it can be both ways. Now in this situation, my guess is that there is not a Joe Gans waiting in the wings. No,
0: it's my guess too. And what's, what's unfortunate is there, there, that's been an issue for a long time of like, there's just not been that second quarterback that is, is ready to that. There hasn't been a Joe Gans that is not too far off from the starter that if that starter doesn't perform, you can bring in that other guy. Cause I can only assume that there is a pretty sizable gap between Sims and those guys so far. Now. That doesn't necessarily mean that's gonna, there's never gonna be a change. But I guess that's how I, I'm. Did I think there should have been a change? I, 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 half time I was like, I kept being like, man, what do you really think? This is like my inner monologue. And I'm like, I don't see, pra- it's hard for me to say, like, based on how Sims is playing, yes, you need to make a change, but I don't know what those other guys look like in practice.
1: Yeah. I kind of thought Purdy was gonna be the backup and he was not. Right. And we saw what Chubba looked like last year, too. So it's also like, eh, if that's what I was in my head saying like happy feet, you know, I I, I was literally like thinking, oh, here comes happy feet, you know, like And maybe he's gotten better, but like he had happy feet last year. It was a scramble every play. Leave the pocket or not. Yeah. So, yeah, I I don't know. I I
0: think I don't know. I just think Jeff Sims
1: does not have command of this offense. Right. And they don't have anybody else to play over him. That's to me because, like, if you don't have command of the offense, a coach usually always, always, always goes with the guy that has the better command. Even if he doesn't have as talented of an arm, you usually go with the guy who has the command of the offense. Right. And Jeff Sims doesn't seem to have that. So what does that say about the other guy?
0: That's kind of my thought. Now, we'll see what happens moving forward. But, like, I mean, if you look at it like this. Cause it because I wanted to get you started going somewhere, but I wanted to go to it, wait and go to it here with what you said earlier. But Sim Jeff Sims so far at quarterback, basically two, two games. I know he kind of got hurt at the end of this game, but two games. He's got four interceptions. A couple of them are backbreakers, right? The one at the end of the first half of the Minnesota game, the one at the end of the the Minnesota game that uh set up the Game-winning field goal, obviously the the interception into this first half, four interceptions. He has three or four fumbles, depending on how you want to hand out the blame on the motion tight end snap thing or the the Gabe Irvin exchange, whatever. There are three or four yeah. fumbles. And the team has scored two two touchdowns total in two games. Skanky trick play touchdown pass to Bullock. Yeah. And then his 57-yard touchdown run.
1: Good run, bad bad call on the, by
0: the defense. Oh, boy! They got yeah, they got they caught with like their a pants man, down. Yeah, they were like a man. Someone forgot to lock the door and they were taking a dump. And someone <laughs> that's like, is that's, that's the not? you know It's not possible to look cool when you get walked in on taking a dump. And that's what happened to the Colorado defensive coordinator. He was like, oh no, oh, oh yeah. hold on! I thought it was locked. I mean, what a bad job they did on that. <laughs> oh, I mean, they motioned it into like into let him throw it I-80, you know? like, yeah. I-80, like it was like and that's wide open i mean but but both two games they've scored two touchdowns again one of which was a a trick play that was like yeah. what was that yeah and then the 57 yard touchdown run so like there's also like a this is the beauty of sports is that there's a they keep score and it's a bottom line business and you're either getting it done or you're not two touchdowns with you running the show in two games, that's not gonna. That's not gonna get it done. So the question is, and you kind of went there. What now? Because if that locker room doesn't believe in Jeff Sims, you got yourself a big problem. Because that is a real thing. Scott Shanley used to always say it like a quarterback either gives the team hope or despair. And I remember we I used to talk to him every week when, on my radio show, and he talked about like, do you understand the confidence that we had knowing we had Drew Brees? Like everybody felt like we just gotta like I mean, give that dude a chance.
1: I, I haven't I didn't get to watch much of the hard knocks,
0: right? right. I, I think I saw
1: half of one episode, but the, the theme of the episode was like everybody's like, Well, we got Rogers. Yes. You know, and yeah. it's yeah. like, and if you got Rogers or if you've got Breeze, all is good. You don't even you can play so much looser and you don't have to worry, you can just play. Well, you know, so it's such a relief to your team. But, but even everything's relative. If you have Zach
0: Taylor, I have to imagine in 06, all you guys looked around the locker room like that 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 dude, we believe in that dude.
1: Yeah. Like that dude's gonna get it done for us. Nick, I'll tell you what, I look at Shadur Sanders and He's got a little bit of that. Oh, yes, he does. He's got a little bit of that. Like he's calm, cool, collected, and the ball's going where he wants it to go.
0: Mm-hmm. And was out some...
1: on time. I mean, he took a few sacks, but that was like Nebraska did a pretty good job.
0: Like, he was under duress the whole game. You know, he still had almost four hundred yards, and some of his passes. The the touchdown at the back in the back of the end zone to Weaver, and then he had his best throw of the day was the running left, he, running left. I'm just stopped, saying. turned to get his shoulders back square and then, then through a Nolan Ryan fastball. Like that dude's got something. He, he is a, he is,
1: he's a good quarterback. I mean, I don't want to call him great yet, yeah. but he's a very good quarterback. And I was impressed just like he, he's not really a, a run first guy. He he's doesn't not, want to run at all. No, he's not that fast and he's not that fast. He's not that big. He just really has a good head on his shoulders he anticipates, he sees the field. I mean, and he really delivers in tight window. I mean, I, oh. I was impressed with him as a quarterback. I would argue that I was less impressed with their receivers. I think the receivers are all right.
0: You Weaver's know, good. All those other they're, guys they're, are,
1: they're fine. Yeah. Ohio state receivers. I mean, are five times as good as those guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we, when you play those kind of receivers, they're different. These are just those guys are pretty good. Right. That guy is the difference maker. That quarterback is the difference maker. I don't care if they have a, if they have a guy that's not quite as good as him, you're not hearing about this Colorado team and you're, and they're not, yep. they're not scoring the points that they are. Cause this kid is actually a good quarterback. I,
0: um, I agree. I, I do. And I mean, it's just going to be interesting now. I mean, cause I think what what we're saying is you don't ever want to say this out loud, but you know, there's a, in that locker room, there's a little bit. I don't know how there isn't a little bit of doubt with Sims. A little. I mean, Nick, we can't even. Uh,
1: I if I was on his team, I'd be like, I mean, maybe in the locker room he's a different guy, but like, I, I would love to see his demeanor. I know because I don't know. Did he look like he he got hurt, and he but- was. He went off and he was, I think he was happy to get out.
0: Oh, I I think, I think, I don't know. I don't want to like, you know, I I don't know what happened. He may have hurt himself. That struck me as like, as much as it was an ankle, it was his feelings also were like hurt.
1: Because he was up a few plays later and walking around and it was, I don't know. We'll see if he's actually hurt. If he's not actually hurt, then that was a bad sign to me that a quarterback, I never
0: want to see excuse themselves out of the game. Uh, and that's what it felt like. That's kind of what it felt like at the end of the game.
1: Like I, he didn't want to go. Th- he didn't want to to make another throw.
0: No. And I think and if, we, we, if
1: you do that, if that's the if case, that's the case, He's done. Yes. It's like you you never get that
0: back. So because if you don't believe in you, we yeah. already are doubting you. Yeah.
1: And you don't believe in you. You have to well, be a man. little. You have to be a little irrational. In some of those positions, right? You yes. got to be really confident. You got to be like, I know I had six turnovers, but guess but, what? Um, next
0: guys, game, not next game. I'm the guy. Okay.
1: You need that. So if he if he's hurt, he's hurt and I feel I I will apologize yeah, me for too. saying that because that's a little harsh. But
0: my eyes told me, does he not want to be out oh, there? Oh, I now? couldn't agree more. Cuz even on the the clat tried to be like, "Oh, you see that there like he got when he went down. I didn't really see I didn't I mean, he it probably hurt. It probably I mean, hurt dude, like it, just because it's it you know, hurts. it's a big division. But one. are you injured? Or are you hurt? Right. Cuz if you're not injured, I'm with you, dog. If you're not I, injured. Uh so we, we kind of hinted at this, but I'm just going to read a couple of tweets. Uh, so the, this one's from Steve Sipple. He says, the sampler platter at Applebee's is, is one of the... No. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought that for... I was like, is he really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fajitas of chilies. When those things come out, oh, try to tell baby. me you're not really excited. Oh, baby. Steve Sipple on Twitter. Uh <laughs>
1: applebee's daily law
0: you pick two i mean are you serious does it get much better than that on tuesday night um simple tweets there's a troubling reality there's a lot of evidence that rule and his staff picked the wrong quarterback this is no small development uh dirk chatlin tweets he had a couple of tweets that were good He said, Matt Rule has done so many things right, but it's becoming very clear that he picked the wrong quarterback last winter, and that cancels out a lot of good things. The portal is full of quarterbacks. Go get a good one or keep the one you had. He then went on to say, Dirk also tweeted, in 21st century football, half the job is teaching blocking, tackling, game management, discipline, et cetera. The other 50% find a freaking quarterback. You cannot like Dirk, but he's not wrong on some of that stuff.
1: here's here's where i agree and I love most. Dirk,
0: by the way, yeah, Dirk, if you're listening. We're big fans of Dirk. I love you.
1: Um, <laughs> watching this game, like I said, my comments about the receivers at Colorado are more of a compliment to Shadur Sanders mm-hmm. and how I think huge it is that they that he came and played for his dad. I think his dad should be kissing his feet right now because i think he is he is more as much as his dad responsible for what's going on i agree with you and i would say you know jeff sims is m- maybe more responsible for matt rules two losses than than matt rule is you know like these quarterbacks are becoming it's like it's, it's getting like the nfl a little bit where if you don't got a guy you're not a team and it's What's hard is this. We watched our guy last year. We saw with our own eyes. We, we got a, a 12 game sampler platter of Casey Thompson and we, we didn't win a lot of games, but we walked away from 12 sampled games and said, I like that guy. I think he's tough. I think he's good. That was my impression of Casey Thompson. Yeah. And so when, when they pushed him out. I was, I still, I mean, I was just like, what, why? Because I, I, I don't know this guy. I don't. And in my two-game sampler plot, I'm going, it's not even
0: close. I don't either. A part of me is like, I don't, and again, these coaches, Marcus Satterfield, Matt Rule, especially Matt Rule, know what they're doing a bajillion times more than I do. But I, I cannot believe you could watch Jeff Sims and watch Casey Thompson and want Jeff Sims. Agree. I, I just can't believe it. I, I just don't even think it's close in terms of like quarterbacking
1: skill. Yeah. Like Jeff Sims is a bigger, better looking athlete. I mean, you see him. He took it 57, like he was just like it was like he took six strides and he was in the end zone. Right. Whoa, look at yes. this guy.
0: I didn't think I didn't, I didn't know if he had the <laughs> and he really even didn't. It was more like Nick, he's
1: six four and those he's got those long legs. I'm telling you, like it doesn't he doesn't have to try and he he's out running second like Sanders kid was like, you know, he wasn't catching him. No,
0: no. So, it's just amazing that here we are talking about this. But I, I, you and I, I think we had a pot about this. Like, right when Casey Thompson left, I was, I, I was always floored at at how that played out.
1: I, I, I didn't like it at the time, and I, I like it even less now. And I think. It is is a scar on Rule right now. That's his only scar that we've
0: seen. That's what I'm saying. He's done, like like Dirk said, Rule has done a lot of things right, including Tony White, who we'll get to in a little bit. I think that defense, all that stuff, like, Rule's done a lot of things right, but I think the biggest mistake he's made has literally, I think, cost him two games here in that Matt Rule chose Jeff Sims over Casey Thompson, and Matt Rule chose Jeff Sims over a bunch of other portal quarterbacks.
1: And, and you know, and, and you know, these things like these quarterbacks aren't like, hey, they just are happy to come here. It's like they're getting paid nil money, and it's all very arranged. Well, you see so- that he's
0: on a million Amigos commercials today. Sims is, and like, yeah, he's he's getting a healthy That's nil. What I'm saying
1: like, so it, it's it's hard for me to feel as sorry for guys that are getting paid. Yeah, but you're getting six figures. I don't, actually, I don't like. I don't even like. I don't want to be mean to Jeff Sims. No, I don't. Either, Jeff but- Sims is a, seems like a very nice kid, and he's a college kid. Um, so I, I want to be careful yeah, about too. that and, but it's just like, I, I'm just a little bit, I think, like I said, Matt rules done so much, right. And I think he's got a, he's a good evaluator of most things. And that one, I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to understand what he didn't see in Casey that he's like, Oh, but this guy's got this, or, I,
0: you know, like, You know what I think it is. I think some guys have so much belief in themselves and I think this is evident in some of his other recruiting approaches he and he said this he's basically their whole recruiting philosophy and this is an oversimplified version of it seems to be find me the big fast strong athletic that's guys so right. and so right. we will teach him how to play football that's so right and that, that's his whole approach for everything. And if there's one thing about Jeff Sims, he's a big, fast, athletic, good-looking athlete. He looks great. And I think he thought, I'll take 6'4", 225, and I'll teach him how to play quarterback, even if he hasn't necessar- necessarily shown the ability to think the game as a quarterback. And it's some guys are so confident in themselves that it ends up, getting them beat like i think like my facebook algorithm knows i like ufc highlights So I see a lot of you. There, oh, there's a, there's an Anderson Silva. Oh yeah, he was fighting. I can't remember who he was. He fighting was fighting somebody and he, and he was moving around and he started getting too caught. Comp- and he was like, "You can't hit me!" and and kind of had his hands down, and was moving around, and he got caught and he got knocked out. Yeah. To me, this is the equivalent of that rule pulled an Anderson Silva and got got to where he was feeling himself as an evaluator and as a coach and was like, "Give me that, give me Jeff Sims." I don't. He's six four. He's two twenty five. Oh. He can run. He's strong he's got a strong arm we will teach him everything else and he got silvered i also think he he got some advice from what
1: wasn't one of his former guys georgia Georgia tech the georgia tech coach yeah and i think he got somebody to basically tell him like this guy's really talented
0: he's really good i don't doubt that he's like again if you just watched him, if you just watched him run and and a few of the throws and stuff like you, I could see how you'd be like, I don't, that, I mean, but there's such a difference between that and like playing the game. You know what I mean? Like, and he that that's where he he falls short a little bit. So that that's what I that is how I would explain it. And so what's amazing though is the last thing I wrote down as because we're gonna get to some other big plays in this game. I wrote down the last quarterback. I, I feel like we've had this conversation at this point. Like, what year is it even? Because I feel like a lot of these conversations we've had, last quarterback Nebraska had that you trusted. What's amazing is I I had said Gans in two thousand eight, but you know what the answer is? Casey Thompson last year.
1: Yeah, I, I with, with two minutes to go, I actually trusted Casey Thompson, put the ball in his hand with him and Trey. I was like, let's go. I actually felt very confident. I just think we we like couldn't. Protect for him sometimes, and like couldn't run the ball. Casey was the reason why I was saying like, here's what we need to do with the rest of our team and situational football to get better. But it wasn't like, hey, we gotta find a quarterback. That wasn't my conversation, and that's not how I I thought about things. Jeff Sims makes me think we need to get a quarterback, right? And that's the difference. I didn't have to think that with Casey Thompson. He kind of implied we don't need one because he's good.
0: Right. I think, and, and I think we got to be careful here. Like, I don't think you and I are like, I don't think Casey Thompson's going to Canton with Fedoni. I don't so, think he's not a pro, uh, but he's not even a pro football no, player. He's but a, he's but a, he was, I, I, my line all the time is like, Casey Thompson's like, you can win with Casey Thompson.
1: Texas, he won when he played at Texas a little bit. I mean, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Like, he, he won
0: some at Texas. Remember how good he was in that, in the Red River rivalry game? Yeah. I can't. It's like a river it. yeah. rivalry. It's like uh, Gus Johnson Red saying uh, Borkature. He he cannot say Borkature's name. I don't even know. Bo Ricker. He calls him yeah. Bo Ricker. I think Bo Richter Bo Richter out there. He, call, he called uh, Carney Kearney today, too. When Harburg checked in, I was like, Kearney, God, I can see how you'd look at Kearney. Catholic. I can see how you'd look at Carney and think Kearney Kearney, Kearney. Um, Beet Rice Beet Rice. Cam Jergens from Beat Rice, Nebraska. Beat the rice. But I, I, it's just interesting. So, okay. But I, I, my main point was like, it's just, it's amazing how if you remove Casey Thompson, and I suppose people could go, like, come on, guys, you really trusted Casey Thompson that much? I'm like, yeah, I kind of did. But like, I would have to go back to Gans in 2008 for the last quarterback that I trusted. But well, that's, that's 15 years ago. You know, I thought Taylor and Adrian Martinez were talented, but I never trusted them. I thought Tommy Armstrong had his moments, but I never was all the way bought in on him. And then you have your guys of Joe Daly, Zach Lee, Cody Green, Tanner Lee, Noah Vedrill, Luke McCaffrey, and it appears like Sims is more in that group than he is towards the trusted group. Yeah, so the question
1: here's here's the interesting with Casey is like with two minutes to go, do you take Casey or Adrian Martinez? And part of me, we're are you serious?
0: Taking Casey? Oh yeah,
1: yes. And we got smaller. I mean, Adrian had some moments where he was a good player. But yeah, but not never, never in the final in the two minutes. Yeah, yeah, never
0: in the clutch. I mean, even even in the game where it all fell apart, the Georgia Southern game, like Casey, like had a couple of clutch drives, and and yeah, um, yeah I would definitely take Casey.
1: Yeah, I kind of I, just I, that's that was, that was my takeaway. <sighs> smaller sample size, but I I just felt like he was a tough. He was more of a he was more of a tough winner, and I could just I trusted what he saw almost more than some of these other guys.
0: I, I just the thing that is remarkable
1: is we're two games in and listen to us. that That's what that this couldn't have been a worse scenario for Nebraska, like in terms of how the game played out because because now, you know, like we're talking about, you know, oh, these heartbreaking losses by one point like yeah they suck this is worse this is what i was saying like why i don't want those because now you are looking at oh you got a quarterback problem we have a quarterback problem we are looking at all of our games going can we win any of those games
0: at this point what's weird is even urban meyer has basically said at halftime i just love urban's like his analysis to me i'm like bank it just take it to the bank but urban's like this isn't a bad football team so yeah. like, we've seen Nebraska now two weeks this isn't a bad football team but he basically like they just need to get better quarterbacking yeah you you need a quarterback and you, you kind of think to yourself not that I mean Illinois kind of got their fannies waxed at, at Kansas on on Friday night you know Purdue lost like let's not make the rest of the big 10 out the, you know the the, West the, the West, you yeah. know all those teams not to be murderers row or anything like that but you just I don't know man they what if the quarterbacking doesn't get significantly better, I expect the Northern Illinois game to be a dogfight.
1: It's hard to win when you can't score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. like, well, that, I guess that I'm was worried my... about scoring, you know, maybe we can just run it on some of these teams. If we, if we just, you know, we sell out to run it. Yeah. We can run it against bad teams and you can't against good, but we can't throw it right now. No, we don't got great receivers and we don't got a quarterback. I mean our receivers and tight ends are serviceable. They'd be fine with a good quarterback. It's just like you, they're not going to be they're not going to be able to function with a quarterback that's not delivering on time or that they can't trust or that's not commanding the offense, getting into where they need to be and you know like it,
0: delivering the ball on time with the right reads i mean in it, some ways i should have started with this comment like to me this game played out a lot like i thought it would i, I think i predicted like 31 or 34 to 21 or something like that and it it i i, I thought nebraska's defense would hang in there but nebraska just wouldn't be able to score and yeah. eventually they they would shoot themselves in the foot and and the and it would snowball and that's pretty much what happened
1: you yeah. know like i predicted 20 to 7 And it and it was no set was it 17 7 or No, you said 20 to 7. Yeah, and I kind of was like, this is how you do it. A quarter and a half in. I'm like, this is how it's done. All you gotta do is just get us just a scrub touchdown or two and keep holding the ball. We were doing it. And then these like elementary turnovers started happening. And then we just like gave we gave it to Gave it away, and then the floodgates opened. When it's just like you, I thought, about,
0: I thought about you. I'm like, boy, this game's kind of headed towards Bo's prediction because that's what you got to do to
1: win those games. Is you slot, you make it just a, a you know, a muddy, blah, you know, just a slogger. Yeah, and then it just becomes like you wear out their defense, and their offense gets out of rhythm, which they were mm-hmm. completely out of rhythm, and all of a sudden they're not so hot anymore. They're not such such a scary yeah. offense. You right. kind of went, oh, no, these guys, aren't guys that are scary. Human. But then they got, you know, 50 more plays. And by the fourth I mean, quarter, it was
0: just like gassed. And it was, yeah.
1: <laughs> I, it's funny. Uh, my brother my brother said this. He's like, this is how it always happens in football. The first to not tackle the DBs. <laughs> then it's the D lineman. And it's right. He's right. Because the DBs are usually not the toughest guys on the team. Yeah. They're the most flashy guys. Yeah. So when it's going bad, 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 bad oh, screw it. I don't want to tackle anymore. Second is the D I mean, because they're big and they just go, man. I am tired, right?
0: What is funny to me? And then
1: linebackers, linebackers are always the toughest. Know, like they're foot, the toughest this guys. It's like
0: football stand up. You're like, yeah. give it up for our next
1: guy. So, I mean uh, the old DBs. They don't really like uh, tackling
0: when they're uh, down. So, how 20, many coaches huh? out there make some noise? Woo. <laughs> how many of you guys have had one of those games, man? It's just not going well. Does <laughs> it didn't always work out like this? The first to not tackle are the defensive backs, and everybody <laughs> be like. Ah! That was like football stand-up. That That was was. good. I don't know why I thought that was funny, but that's what what that was. But is it not true? That's totally true. DBs first, then D-line, then linemen. And it's got to be hard. And I mean, it's got to be hard. I think this was the case with the 2021 Huskers. We've seen it at times over the years. I bet you felt like you had some of these moments too where when as a defense, you are like fighting your ass off. You're doing, and and you're getting no help. And it's yeah. just got, it's hard to go back out there, strap it up and continue to hit. I mean, when you know, the game's starting to get away from you, like that gets to be hard too.
1: I think what happens too is the more chances they get, the better their odds are for like yeah. calling the right play And then the more right plays they make, the more you get tired and the more, you know, some guys then instead of do your job, do your job, do your job, they go, well, they did this to me last time. Maybe I better uh... change something little. And then the offensive coordinators waiting for him to do that. You know, right. They have the the beaters and the beaters of the beat, you know, so like, oh, man, the more time you're out there, the worse it will always get. Yeah. that's a rule. That's a rule of life for defense. The longer you're out there, the worse it goes. That's it. So that's all it is. That's it. So that's why you want to hold the ball. You like, it's always who has the ball longest usually wins, and that's the case.
0: God, I, I right now I want to like Netflix football stand up like that. That was great. I don't know. Like, I was instantly laughing at. It.
1: <laughs> that was that was really really. You know good. I have some very strong feelings sometimes about very unique things, and you always love them. And I love them. <laughs> I love I would you be like when row. I go down for the like I I'm you you get, would I'm not I want to
0: get oh, oh, I was I was really really enjoying that there were some other big plays in this game we'll get to those next but first gotta tell you again about onyx automotive they're the best of omaha number one luxury dealer they're offering industry-leading brands bmw jaguar land rover they're located at 50th and dodge listen to man, they like that upscale feel they offer a bottle to all their clienteles with any vehicle purchase of onyx wine we drank some onyx wine that thing was good yum yummy yum, 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 yum i was looking on the website i was looking at a range rover i told you your boy your boys like my dream car if, if you see me ah, <laughs> if you see your boy hit the ah, you turn the corner in a range rover you know your boy has, has made it but i need to get I, onyx if you're listening when we get up there and test drive i want to i want a white range rover Ooh. and i think
1: I, I want to go bond james Bond. give me the Jaguar. Oh.
0: Can I, can I ride with you? Can we, we do can. Com- comedians in cars <laughs> getting coffee, but it's Nick and Bo test driving a Jaguar and a Range Rover? I think we'd have so much fun. And then we get to listen to music and just sing our songs. Let's do it. I Onyx, you we're in? in. Cause, yeah. Because we're, we're, we're in on this. But 150th of Dodge doesn't get much better uh, loca- location than that. Go check them out. Go uh, online, onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard Again, big salute to you guys for uh, being presenting sponsor on the Game Recap Pods. And big salute to Pella Windows and Doors for our YouTube audience. We have Yetis with uh, with Pella on them. They're gorgeous. Uh, I gave you a Carhartt jacket with oh, the Nick yeah. Bob podcast and Pella on it. We're going to be nice and warm in the winter. And they're doing some work on my home here in a little over a month. And the whole process has been fantastic. The showroom's great. It's you know, looking at something on on a on a either magazine or online, it's hard to really get a feel for. But you go in there, you can feel the window, feel the door, gives you much better sense of what you're installing in your home. And they've made the whole process easy. Debbie and my wife are like best friends. Debbie's made the process fantastic. Go to their showrooms. They have them in Lincoln. They have them in Omaha. Fantastic. You can schedule a free in-home consultation. That's right. It is F R E E free go to Pella that's Pella and go to shoot 360.com backslash Lincoln by the way spots are filling up okay spots are filling up so click that I'm interested tab and fill it out if you are interested in in uh in shoot 360 Lincoln by the way so shoot 360.com backslash Lincoln okay Bo Rude. there were some other big plays in this game can I walk you through them yes One was Jeff Sims' 57-yard touchdown run, and the reason I wrote that one down was, were you a little confused? Were you... Like, when he ran that, I thought to myself, oh, why haven't they been running him more? Even though I went into it wanting more designed runs, did you think there would be more designed runs for him? He only had 10 carries, I believe, is what it was. I mean, he had... A few of those were
1: scrambles, I think, so... Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I think with him... I mean, my mindset is, like, until he proves to me that he's seeing the field, like, you run him more than you throw him. That's my thought. I think
0: you got to run that dude. I I think at this point, you're going to have to. By the way, they ran a little bit of option today on the first drive. Did you – I paused it. If he pitches it it to Gabe, Gabe is right now – he's on the interstate
1: still running. He's going – so he's (laughs) heading – East on I-80. He's into he's Nebraska. Still he's made running. it. He's almost.
0: A- he sees Scott's
1: bluff. He goes by
0: Chimney Rock. He goes by Chimney Rock <laughs> and by Forrest Gump, who's running as well, and he's got the beard. He, Gabe- he
1: goes under that tunnel when, you know, yeah. where, Car- yeah, where, where Carney is, a little bridge,
0: you know, the over it. Okay. <laughs> he is, He could have ran home. They were like, Gabe, we'll see you later. That's Gabe could have so ran funny. all the way on <laughs> I-80. All Jeff Sims had to do was pitch that thing.
1: Pitch that thing, dog. But see, he's not. I don't think he's. I don't he's know if he's an option guy. It. Yeah,
0: options. Like people don't run
1: option like that. It's a feel, very that's much a feel anymore. thing. And he, yeah. he wasn't ready to. do Eric it.
0: Crouch came out the womb,
1: like went to the delivery nurse and was like, "Pitch the binky." Once you do a thousand of those, yeah. No,
0: like, oh, he loved him. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Eric Crouch. Uh, pitch the binky. When he pitched the binky, he had an offer to Nebraska. But so I, I just I thought there, if he's gonna be in there. Run him more designed runs yeah I mean, okay
1: um I, I actually don't want him running option at this point because yeah it feels ball. like a fumble right now it's a, ba- a ball handling thing I go I, he's got to prove to me handoffs and design you know I like, can't
0: believe we're like you know what we need to work on is like clean ball handling and footwork stuff
1: dude I'm telling you it's that that's where I that's where I see the offense and I'm like I, I was floored I was I walked away that game floored about our offense because I'm like, Shh. we don't do that well right no, now. No, I don't. I can't think about anything else besides just like, can we do just basic plays and I'm see with what you, happens?
0: Dog. I'm with you. Um, so that was a big play. Another big play. Uh, Colorado's first drive of the third quarter. Nebraska. First of all, did you Reimer blew up that little yeah. freshman running back? I, it was just right. I was like, sit your ass down. That's uh, right. Uh didn't you? Did you kind of like was I flexing? Maybe yeah. I was flexing. <laughs> I said, "Sit your ass down." <laughs> uh, I, when I when Nick Bowles hit you with the "Sit your ass down," things are. Is this the, is, this may
1: be the greatest thing about being a sports fan, of football fan? It's like when somebody makes a play like that, we flex. You, like it, I did, you, you to go. Oh, 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 oh.
0: That's why football will always be like basically the number one sport in America. Just because there's it's a primitive, it's primitive like that guy was protecting another guy, and Reimer said, "Sit your ass down." Blew him up. It was great. Even a caveman would be like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" oh See it? Oh, he was on our side. I, you come in my cave. He's on our team. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but that was that might have been the first play of the third of the, their drive in the third quarter. Just
1: which was a great way. It just set a the tone. High, it set a tone for that quarter. And exactly. of course, we had a pretty good start to the. But so map.
0: third and fourteen, Nebraska lets uh, Sanders escape from a sack, and he hits Hunter. Travis Hunter down the sideline for a 42-yard gain. Hunter might have got off, gotten a little push off, but hits him for a 42-yard gain, but third and 15 gets away from it. But Nebraska stands tall and and has a goal-line stand, pretty much. Not a goal line stand, but yeah. like forces. They go for it on fourth down. Deshaun Singleton has a great tackle on third and one for loss. And then Omar Brown on a jet sweep has a great open field yeah. tackle. Who's who they got a great open field tackle earlier in Singleton. the game? uh 48 who's 48 he had the he was the guy that went to the ultimate warrior celebration camp is that on the NBA? kickoff Re- 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 such that- with the gaboyer uh such Re- with the r oh, what's his name like but he had a, he had a great i thought the open field tackling was was good again this team is tackled with, really until
1: until the floodgates opened let's say in the last you know, five to seven minutes where the DBs started to lose what the DBs always
0: do. <laughs> Look at you.
1: We were physical and we tackled. Yes. That that is the that's a a positive takeaway from this game is like our defense just showing they'll be physical and they'll tackle. Yes. Um but like you mentioned on that. So I noticed this we're we're rushing the polar bear a lot on third and long. That's You're a personnel a, decision. I actually really don't like because he missed probably three or four sacks because he just, that's not, he can't get, can't do it. Right. He, so he, he, he should be out he can't, there, Right. But he misses the play that turns into big plays. So I actually think it's a liability to have him like whipping around on these, on these stunts because he can't do it. He can't close on a quarterback.
0: That's interesting. Okay. This so, is it. This he, is his, that's the guy McKay get Gabor G- Gabor. Yeah. Gabor. I like that guy. That guy gets crunk. Um, but he had a great open field tackle, but that's That's an interesting point though, because and maybe he's the main culprit of like, if there was like an almost sack category, you know, he'd be leading the country.
1: And Ty Robinson, who's a, you know, supposed to be our best defensive lineman. I feel like he's been a little bit in that, in that boat. Yeah, where he's not closing. And then, you know, did you see his, like his cheap shot play? He did. Yeah. Woo. I wanted to be like, well, I'm a little just like, he's got energy to do that, but he doesn't have energy to go sack the quarterback. I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm just a little bit questioning of where he's been at to start this season.
0: Too. Right. I. I know they've always they always say second guy gets caught, but that was amazing. I mean Ty Robinson basically.
1: How did he get away with
0: that? Threw him off the ropes and it hit him with like a a clothesline, and then the other guy stood up and fought back and he got yeah, that was amazing. I, I was just a little bit what are you doing but so but so okay i bring it up it was great i want to give credits credit credits to forcing a turnover and downs that that was fantastic um you the next drive for colorado you had back-to-back third down killers i thought the arguably the biggest play of the game was third and 10 nebraska goes cover zero all-out blitz yeah and Colorado hits a long pass down the sidelines for a 41-yard gain. I don't – I think Clatt said it might have been – Tommy
1: Hill was on coverage, and it's zero coverage, and he was staring in the backfield and didn't run with his guy. Yeah, it's like – but then, you know, like I said, you're playing Tommy Hill, and, like, Tommy Hill has never proven to be like, know what's going on.
0: You – you watch your mouth. I know you love him. <laughs> he's – he's no, you're totally right. Uh, I mean, I mean he's, he has not proven it on, as it evens back.
1: I'm just saying, like, why is he? Why is he? Out why you have
0: him out there in covers in a cover zero situation?
1: Yeah, like he's, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just, yeah, certain personnel decisions. Th- that's, I, we play a lot of guys, and I just kind of go like, why is that guy in at I, that time? I, I'm a believer in like the only guys that can be out there, are the guys you know can do it. Yeah, and I just don't know that some of these guys can that are out there. And I'm just I'm because then that
0: that was the drive that led that got to. Uh, the great Sanders hit Weaver in the back of the end zone for a touchdown, but you realize that was third and 10 at the 12 yard line and they yeah. score a touchdown. So another yeah. backbreaking moment. Then, then this was a big backbreaker too. Next drive. It's 20 to seven. So, I mean, it's not like, no, I mean,
1: and that was like, I said, we were in a great position and then they throw that bomb and they're yeah. like, you know,
0: right. But third and 16 Jeff Sims actually like climbs the pocket, makes a great, throw to alex bullock yeah that would have been a first down and bullock just drops it so nebraska goes three and out and they got a punt the next drive colorado gets the ball all the way down to the one yard line nebraska's defense has a goal line stand riley van poppel sacks shador sanders and forces a field goal Keeps it to twenty three to seven, and then that's when Sims Irvin ha- have that weird exchange fumble, and at this point, cue up the Netflix football stand up. The the levy breaks because Colorado drives down and scores on that yeah, wide was, receiver reverse for twenty.
1: That's you know like in the shining they open the open ele- elevator, and like the blood.
0: <laughs> 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 that's exactly what it was as as when Sims and Irvin fumbled that exchange. Like, the the bing, doors open. <laughs> and <laughs> That's what it was. And the, and the black shirts were just like, it's, screw that's it. it. It's over. Screw it. Yeah. I mean, it's done. So those are some other big plays. A couple more things before we wrap this thing up. Again, the defense, I know you gave up 36 points, but they had eight sacks, 11 tackles, for TFLs. Yeah. They did a pretty good job stopping the run. They they were heating up Shador Sanders all game. They're physical. They're tackling. Their open field tackling's pretty good. Uh, I guess if you want to have a gripe, they got to find a way to get the ball, like maybe get some more turnovers.
1: Yeah, they got to get some more turnovers. Their pass rush is, it's not great. They're playing a lot of young guys too. I, I don't think, I think that's one of our issues is it's going to, Creep up as the year goes on. We're not great pass rushers. I like like Linhart. He he's a freshman. I like him. He's going to be good, but you know he's also like he had two offsides in the same drive. You know, was it this? This might have set a record for most
0: offsides in a game. That shows where we're at. Like that's but but in general, like Nebraska is just sloppy. Yeah. Uh yeah, because we're playing
1: a lot of people. But I like
0: the scheme. I feel like the three three five is manufacturing. I mean, again the.
1: I like what this D coordinator has done. I like what our defense has done. I, I think you have to take, even though we gave up 36 points, it's like 25 of them go to the offense. I don't you know. I, I'm like, so I, I'm really not that concerned with what I've seen from the D. I, there's I some like things that white. need to be cleaned up. There's some positions that we, I think need to, groups that need to, we need to find some players at a few spots um, to make this thing sustainable. But it, really, we should be. I'm um, decent about the defense.
0: I'm um, um that to me, they they earned I thought they did a pretty good job today. And again, yeah. I get it. You can be Mr. like 36 points since when is that good enough? Sincerely, no gray area guy. <laughs> I'm Billy Black. Nuance and White. does not exist. Nuance. You want to talk nuance? Hey Dad, this guy wants to talk nuance. He <laughs> gave up thirty-six points Tell me he did a good job. I, he told him. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a break. I the defense. I mean, Tony White, that boy. I mean, Bobby Fisher or Tony White in a game of chess. You know who I'm taking. You uh, would checkmate that cat. Two seconds, player. Does that make any sense? Uh, yeah,
1: good enough. Uh, I just let you go. Nick, I just let you do it. Uh
0: next thing I wrote down, uh, because we're getting surly here. Jeff Sims. Again, if you're gonna play him, run him about that for a thought? Gabe Irvin um, looked better. Finally got some carries. He had 17 carries. Uh, by the way, without looking, how many carries did Anthony Grant have today?
1: I think he got goose egged.
0: He got zero. So that's another thing. Like th- this goes to some of the coaching stuff of like who's in and why. How can a guy go from lead, the running back that was third? He led you in carries at Minnesota to getting zero carries in the next game.
1: This is, this is the coaching stuff. This is the personnel decisions that I, I think we got to give them, you know, I'm going to give Matt rule the benefit of the doubt. This is a new team to him. He's, this is his year to, he, he I mean, we already kind of know where this year is like he's still figuring it out and right. we got to, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to figure it out. But um, yeah, that's not, it's not a great look when you're, you sort of, you know, in your first two games, we're like, we don't know who to give the ball to, and we don't know who we want to throw the ball. <laughs> That's not good at all.
0: No. Um, I thought, and I didn't see a lot of chatter like this. Maybe I'm tripping. I thought Bushini punted bad today. Yeah, he didn't move. He didn't turn it over. He didn't turn the field over. No, over I already. just thought I, I, I thought that was he didn't punt great today. That's I still feel just like me.
1: though that we got the, you know pun, me. That punts been bugging me. You, I don't know what It's It's like they're too close.
0: <laughs> Did I tell you? That? <laughs> I tell you about my interaction with Darren Herstad. No. <laughs> Darren <Herstad>. no. <laughs> so I see Darren Erstad at uh at Swing Fest at, at doing golf in June. I'm playing with Mielheisen. Oh and god. <laughs> at the end of the night, just understand uh Tito's and Gatorade, you boy, could <laughs> consume, consume <laughs> quite a few of those. So I see Darren Erstad. And we're t- and we're hanging out. And I mean <laughs> And so how we didn't Darren. Ersad starts kind of giving me shit, which is great. That's kind of Darren's person. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Yeah. Like I love Darren, and <laughs> I mean, in in a guy that had had a bunch of Tito's in Gatorade, you, you can understand what this was like. Right? Oh, I you love Darren. I was like, I was like, hey Darren, I was like, hey man, you understand that I did I did a podcast called Classic Husky Recaps, and in the '94 <laughs> game, I gave you the MVP. <laughs> He goes, can we talk about something that wasn't fucking forever ago?
1: Oh God.
0: (laughs) But he didn't, like he wasn't mad, but he thought it was funny. Uh, but I died. Oh, I was like, God. I was basically like Chris Farley. Like you, you remember? You remember, you remember when you pointed against Miami
1: in '94? Wow, he must have had that so many. times. You know, he's probably like, can we? Because you but could you tell know what he's a but punter. I, I, he's a punter. He should be thrilled that somebody. But you, wants you know what to I like about, about that country. is, you
0: know, certain guys would be like, yeah, let me tell you. You know, uh, you know, you he was like, can we not talk about that? And I was just like, uh, then you want to go put a Can few you, or what do you want to do? Like, but yes, that was my interaction with Erstad. So I I'm think, very
1: hard on punters. I think he'd be the type that I would think you'd be more like, I don't want to talk about my world series with the angels. I know I've but, done that a lot, but he was like, <laughs> I think he'd be like, yeah, sorry about the 20 years ago. I actually punted.
0: Can you believe it? Isn't that funny? I think He was just, he was like, I need to get, I need to get out of this conversation. Uh, with this guy, <laughs> he, he was, he was, he was loving it on some deep level but it was i thought that was hilarious oh okay so i wrote down bashini punted bad today he's not up to my darren erstad standard we have high standards here at yeah, nick by industries our,
1: this is our airing of grievances podcast. <laughs> well, yeah i've
0: kind of been like listen following people harsh. i gotta step it up well We've i did again bad. i wrote down fedoni he's heading to canton congratulations uh-huh. his that one snag was like in traffic I'm there was a little bit of a catch and a sit your ass down to whoever was. I mean, there's multiple buffs around him, and it was just like
1: I, I will say this I, I, I'm i you know, I'm pretty slow to anoint anybody. Uh, I'm just glad he made a catch, he scored a touchdown. Maybe get the like the yeah. weird jinx that's around him right now. It's maybe that will uh, he'll just like, be able to start playing now. I feel like the, I, he, I don't there's have, been too much, there's too much of this like eh, with him. He needs just you know he just needs to be a guy first and then
0: and then we'll see how good he is position relative to their talent i can make a case he's maybe the most talented play like so for you take the most talented offensive lineman you line that person up yeah. you know like on the t- roster i'd argue like his talent is as good as anybody's and well, I'm not saying he's, you know, f- excited about how the game went. You know, there's a part of him that's like, all right, f- got a couple of passes. One was a tough one. I got in the end zone. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, It, it helps. I think Billy, Billy Kemp
1: can go out and play now. I wrote that. I said Tommy these-
0: Pickles, a.k.a. Billy Kemp. <laughs> Tommy Pickles is kind of the catch. Five catches, 57 yards. Good to see him get in- involved, too. He's kind of like a poor man's wandale a little bit him and wandale little, just
1: they're, they're like both very small like 5'7 five, 5'8 five, yeah. yeah
0: but he had he he showed nice some job. some stuff little, today
1: little, little little wiggle Got a nice yeah. catch
0: along the sideline um but and then took I me mean, to put a bow on it you 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 mentioned it but it was like man you know and i get michigan's coming to town in a couple of weeks but football and sports like These opportunities don't come around a ton. Yeah. Like real opportunities where you have an opponent that, like, you can beat that team. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge stage. Early on in the Matt Rule era, Nebraska had a chance to beat Coach Prime and take down and play spoiler in what has been the biggest story For sure in college football, Klatt on the broadcast said that he thinks Deion Sanders is the biggest story in sports at the moment.
1: He is. He is, Nick. I mean, it's either he's getting some crazy extension from Colorado already or he might be gone next year. Yeah. That's how good he has done. And here's what he's doing. Here's what Coach Prime is doing. Is. I mean, there were endless doubters. And there's endless people sort of like ourselves that didn't really love the way he was handling the like transfer portal and
0: and and the cameras on him at all times and stuff. And yeah, like
1: there's a lot of that, and you know what he's doing? He sort of is proving everybody wrong. Yeah, he is changing a lot of people's minds, and he is rewriting the standard for what a new coach is that that you're that you want to look like is Mm -hmm. and I think you're going to see a shift potentially if things keep going well for him, that like guys, like Ed Reed guys, like Michael Irvin, these guys that are just historically great football players, great football minds that aren't like I've been coaching for 20 years. They just like, I'm going to start coaching now, but they can go out and make an impact. With getting kids to just come here, right? They can go get
0: somebody. You, if you bring the players and hire good coordinators, like yeah.
1: you know football enough to go. Here's who I need. Like I know a- how
0: to lead, and I know how to. I know how to be the CEO face of the program, yeah. all that stuff. And get the kid, because so one of my favorite podcasts is the CBS Sports Ion College Basketball Podcast with my guys Gary Parish and Matt Norlander. Love you, dudes and I, and I was listening to them and they were talking about this and they were talking about that they said what would the equivalent be in college basketball to the Dion thing and they said it would be like Shaq going to DePaul yeah and coaching DePaul and immediately getting yeah. like LeBron's kid's going to come play for me
1: right yeah. like that that is that is it right it's it's the fame the fame thing the celebrity thing attached with you know he's a He's arguably the greatest. He he is the greatest cornerback to ever play the game. Mm -hmm. He's one of the greatest athletes to ever play sports. Mm -hmm. And so he has like, not just famous, he's famous, great athlete, famous, and he has a great football sense too. He does. He's got a good football sense. and His his kid is a great quarterback. I mean, so like there's a lot going for prime, but it's also like prime is going to be able to recruit. Like a mother this year.
0: Oh man! After
1: this, he's gonna go. He's gonna go to all these talent pools, and he's gonna pull some athletes out. And that is the thing that all these schools that wouldn't touch Coach Prime, including our school, including someone like myself, that would be like oh, Coach Prime. Bro. I know. I remember being like, remember coach being Prime? like really? I know. I was like, ah, I don't know, but that he seems like a,
0: a risky. Yeah, like you know. I don't- but what you're
1: finding out is like he's proving that you got to go get some guys. You if you can get a quarterback. And you can get a couple skill guys
0: and you need the coordinators. Like I do think you also need, you, you do he need to have like Kent States head, coach. head coach. And so if you get, if you, if you yeah. surround yourself with the right people and the right people are a handful of elite players and great coordinators, like yeah. you can kind of flip this thing pretty quick. Um, so yeah, you're right. Like, the kicker is quarterback. Yeah, that's what I was the just gonna say. A lot of this is Dore Sanders. Yeah,
1: if quarterbacks will go play for, for like that kind of like new era coach, somebody that hasn't like been a coach for a long time, potentially. Um, that's the part that that's that's yet to be seen. Because Primes is unique because his son is a big part of what's happening, but he did pull like one of the best players in the country yeah he and
0: even going both ways for him now like, and dylan edwards was going to go to notre dame but then he comes to colorado yeah. you know so he did he he got a clemson transfer that made a play today defensively that you know so yeah
1: So i don't know if it's right i'm saying i i'm seeing that the trend is being written right now and coach prime is the he is the like He's the first one. Like, if you want to talk about college football, like this college basketball, this type of stuff could happen, right? But yeah, like Penny
0: Hardaway's at yeah. Memphis, you know, and but stuff like, like that. But Penny, I mean, ain't
1: Dion, he's not you know? Dion. And uh, so this is where it's like you're seeing it, and there's going to be a lot of like you know how the world works. It's copycat, copycat you maybe yeah, for sure. There's going to be if you're, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're you name a, you name a, if you're Vanderbilt or you're you know. I'll take Ed Reed or, you know, or I'll take, you know, you, you pick one of these guys that like, you know, Ed Reed could go to Miami and get some players. I guarantee he could. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, that's the thing that's very unique about what prime's doing is he's sort of proving something that's never been done before.
0: Right. I, at least through two games, you know, through two games. That's the one thing. It's like, let's see, let's see how, how this, cause there were, there were moments today where it felt like, Oh, is Nebraska exposing Colorado a little bit, but then, I mean, if you
1: got, if you got the quarterback, then it's, it, it, it makes things okay. So that's where like, they're not an unbelievable team. They're okay. And they got a really good
0: quarterback, a couple of guys, Mm -hmm.
1: but that's it. That's all you need sometimes.
0: Yeah. And so it's just, it's Nebraska had a major opportunity today. And not, they, and they yeah. and it's just unfortunate that not only did they they come up short, they kind of embarrassed themselves again.
1: Yeah, this was an embarrassment. It was. You know, I mean, it I think
0: was. I think if I bet there was some talk that there would get that game could get to ten million, an audience of ten million. Like there might be ten million people that that watch it. It was the most bet game of the weekend. There was going to be a lot of people watching that game, and it, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people walked away being like, "Man, yeah." brass is not very good i mean
1: our our issue is this confidence momentum thing that we we can't seem to get that monkey off our back and that plays into recruiting that plays into our i mean it all just it just keeps working against us almost where we've got to find a way to win some games yeah we've got to find a way to win a important game sometime otherwise it's like nick i don't know how you get out of this otherwise you got to find a way
0: and that and that's what's so hard and again and this is what again it's game number two of the Matt rule era no one's hitting the panic button no one's hitting like the oh look out No, no one's doing that okay but what's what is challenging about all this and and you've you exhausted it with frost. Is you can explain away certain things and have patience, but at some point, you got to win. Yeah, and I, when that point is, I, I don't know, but it it would behoove everybody for it to happen sooner than later.
1: Uh, really, Colorado's the worst scenario that could ever happen to Nebraska. Not just this game, but what Colorado represents mm-hmm. that. They were worse than us Way last worse. year, and that they are flipping it and had two big time in the moment wins to start out their their career, and that's all we've been wanting for for a decade, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there watching it happen, and it happens to us. So it's almost like it's not that going on two is the end of the world because we kind of were like, well, that might happen, but the fact that Colorado is is they are flipping their script. That's what is, I think more than anything, digging the knife into the Husker fans right now is that Colorado is proving,
0: oh, you can, you can do this.
1: Right. But it's such a unique s- s- situation. Yeah, it's
0: I Sian, think but, it's- but nevertheless, it, it's, but, but it is just proving that like, we, t- again, we tell ourselves like, oh, it takes time. And it's like, I don't, I don't like, does it need to take, it
1: doesn't that- need to take five years. Like it, it can happen in a year or two, but it, the reality is the right thing to do is not to is to to be patient and give Matt rule time. It's not to panic and say the season's like, Oh, for sure. The right thing to do is to be like, relax, stick to the process. Increment rule calls himself an incrementalist. He had in the paper date. I'm an incrementalist, right? Yep. Incrementally better. I agree with that. It's the right thing. It's how you traditionally build. Like if you're not prime time, if you're not coach prime, if you're not or that guy who's captivating and most gifted player you've ever seen. Like you can't go just pull the, like it will take time. So that's okay. You don't gotta have prime. You don't gotta, we don't need to panic and go, we need to find prime. Like there's some teams that might do that right now, but like the reality is I would go with the tried and true. Like let's get a little bit better every day until we're really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, just unfortunate today was was really unfortunate big opportunity against your old rival to take down the biggest story in sports be the 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 person that 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 just i mean that they would have that that would have potentially been talked about by everybody hey nebraska plays spoiler on coach prime and colorado's home debut rules
1: really got something you know that's the Matt rule like it would be about Matt rule and all the things that like and instead it's it's
0: quarterback controversy and you know Gus and (laughs) Gus and Joel talking about you know the quarterback problems and then the guys in the in Brady Quinn and Matt Leinart and Mark Ingram and those guys they're all talking about the quarterback stuff and that's what's unfortunate is like when these things start to mount it's it's hard to turn them and that's where it just it's it's going to be interesting to see how these next two games go now. You know, you, you got two games where sneaky a lot of pressure on Nebraska where you, we have games that that you should win and I by the way I looked today it looked like Northern Illinois lost to Southern Illinois. So, um, explain that to me. Northern Illinois starts the season winning at Boston College. And then they host Southern Illinois and lose fourteen to eleven. So who knows how good Northern Illinois is? But they got a you know they got a experienced quarterback, and then they got Louisiana Tech coming to town, and then you got one of the best teams in the country in Michigan coming to town. So uh, you. got an interesting couple of weeks here. But yeah, when the, when the narratives start and that the you know the quarterback questioning st- becomes a thing, it's hard for that to go away. Yeah, yeah, it's. Any parting shots, any other thoughts you have as before? I mean, we've I mean, I feel like we've talked about everything here. I mean, this is where you almost
1: uh you don't want to pod right after a game. Because I, I know, feel like we, are, we we were as harsh, I think well, as we've ever been. And that's I don't love being harsh. I don't either, but because I mean, Bo, it's like it was bad though. It was it, not bad.
0: I, I don't I, I think we're pretty like fair
1: with stuff. That's just it. As long as we're fair, that's all I care about because
0: I mean, but they couldn't even they couldn't even do elementary. Like today, yeah, like for they couldn't well. even get the snap. They couldn't even get the snap. Like I don't I don't know what else she can really can really say, other than that. By the way, just I, I saw the Wu Tang Clan was there supporting Coach Prime. I didn't know the Wu the Wu was that biggest supporter of Prime. Michael Irvin was obviously there. There were a lot of cuts to to Michael Irvin. Just the dude, the dude bring he brings the the stars out man
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting it's
0: gonna be interesting <sighs> okay well we'll be back for our midweek pod uh we'll have to cook up some some topics to talk about we'll get more into kind of the other today was very jeff Sims offense heavy I want to get more into some other aspects of the team is now it and, and now it's a you can these were what always going to be, be the to two do? least in, least interesting games on the schedule yeah. but you can th- these are two really important games
1: now. they're important and it's like they gotta they're, they're going to have some discussions about the quarterback yes that, this week is going to be quarterback the quarterback week we're like well one what's like, what are they doing and two if they they're not making a move like well then what what's changing right
0: right, right. i i it'll be interesting to see what happens so rule we'll meet with the media and we'll hopefully get a window into maybe what's going on there so all right shouts to uh onyx automotive go to onyxautomotive.com uh appreciate their support uh again they're, they're located at 150 in Dodge. Go holler at them. Drive Onyx, a new standard. Pellomaha.com. Shoot 360. Uh, Coming to Lincoln. Go to shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. We'll be back uh, midweek pod, okay? How about those DBs? Huh? No, don't, don't, are you a Netflix <laughs> stand-up guy? I want to oh. <laughs> A Heard at Sports Network production.